0: good morning morning. how is everyone a lot going on here today (laughs) Um, I had a great week well first I want to say um, my wonderful husband is here John with us today (laughs) I didn't even know he was going to do that. I said, all you have to do is just raise your hand. Tried to make it easy. (laughs) Um, We got to go to the Grand Canyon this week, and that was wonderful. It was John's first time, and I was there 45 years ago, (laughs) pregnant with my first. So uh, it was just a very, very special opportunity to go. Um, Tom and Sandy uh, took us there, so we had our own personal guides and uh, it was just a beautiful experience. We will have to come back, not only to here, to there as well. And I got to try the labyrinth finally this week, being here, oh my God. Can I take that home with me as well as all of you? (laughs) It's a fabulous experience. If you have not done it, it is so beautiful. Uh, You all did such a great job in creating that. What a masterpiece. I just, I just really love it. So I'm happy to be here with you today as we close the interim chapter and as we start the new one because this is Reverend Tracy's very first day, October 1st. Yes, we're giving her a little bit of a break because she probably is gonna need a little break first <laughs> on her first day. So anyway, okay. Today we're talking about something very different. I'll get out of the waste a little bit. Um, we're talking about bamboo. Does anyone love bamboo as much as I do? Oh my God. I mean, it's one thing if you're trying to get rid of it because you can't. <laughs> but I love, I love bamboo. It's just, oh, it's just, so beautiful and elegant and unique and different. You know, when you grow up in the Midwest, you don't have bamboo. So, and we were in um, Atlanta for a couple years before we just moved to Seattle a couple years ago, uh, after our center, and uh, we were helping my, my cousin make his transition, and we were taking long walks and they had this beautiful stand of bamboo in the neighborhood that we were just admiring all the time. So when we moved to Seattle, guess what? Our neighbor, right outside the kitchen window, our neighbor had a stand of bamboo just for us. I can look at it all day long, even out my top bed bathroom window, And it is just amazing. Um, And, you know, this was the only house that we could get into during COVID. So (laughs) it was a confirmation that we were in the right place. Anyway, a few months after we moved in, uh, John noticed these little unassuming shoots because there really wasn't much on, on our side of the fence because, you know, you can't stop bamboo. It doesn't know that there's a fence. (laughs) And so um, within a very short time, I mean, this just seemed like it was out of the blue, but within a very short time, this shot up, I mean, all the way up to the second story uh, bathroom window within like five weeks. It went through these stages. So unassuming little plant. You know, shoots up, and then it has these. It, it sheds this outer layer, this, this this brown outer layer, and then you see this new uh, light green, um, you know, shoot, uh, the the stalk, and then it thickens and becomes that that green, that green shiny, you know, thick stalk, and then next it just shoots out these wispy. Uh, branches, and then those thicken, and then the leaves come on, and ta-da. You know, it was like, in such a short amount of time, it was a little bit like Jack and the Beanstalk, <laughs> you know, happening, if you ever, if you remember that story. So, um, I am fascinated with, with growth. That's why I do what I do, because I'm fascinated with growth, any kind of growth. So bamboo takes a long time to grow, doesn't look like much is happening for years. And, you know, um, I might not have noticed if, if John didn't notice those shoots until it, it, it came up. In reality, it takes that long because it has to establish its root system. It has to establish its base. It has to have everything in place before it shows itself. You know, in five weeks some some species go ninety feet. So that's a huge amount of growth. And I have always been encouraged by bamboo because you know, did you ever want something to happen and not see it happening? And you get discouraged and you think, Oh, it's not happening, or it's never gonna happen. <laughs> and yet there is always something happening with the law of growth. Always. There's always something happening. Don't let it fool you. So, um, so the reason I'm talking about this so much is because the bamboo is like your center. You know, from the very beginning, it was founded on tremendous amounts of love and high consciousness. For years in the making so the root system is really very strongly in place and now there's only one way for it to go it's already going it's already going there's only one way and that's up and out up and out and you have this beautiful new minister to help guide you through that process So, it's time to fly, time to fly. One of my absolutely favorite quotes that reinforces this idea is by Thomas Troward. I love Thomas Troward, one of the great influencers of Ernest Holmes, our founder, and he writes this. My mind is a center of divine operation, and divine operation means expansion into something better than has gone before. Expansion into something that has, is, is better than has gone before. We don't really want to repeat history. We don't want to do things the same way that we've always done them. We want to see something more. We're infinite beings. The universe, evolution, it wants to see something more. And so, We are that opportunity. So now, new conditions in advance of anything that have ever happened before are happening right here in this room, right here, individually and collectively as this center. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that exciting? So hold on to your seats. (laughs) More goodness to come. All right, well, it's been really a lot of fun uh, being your interim, you're a great group of people, and, and in, it's just so wonderful to enjoy the fruits of our labor over this last almost year and a half. And so I'm gonna leave you with four points today, uh, and I'll make them brief. The first one is, you have everything you need. And that one I got when I was, I just turned 40, I took over a, a, an older ministry, uh, I mean, there was, it, was, it was very elderly for me, consider, considering where I was, and, and one of the women asked me if I would come visit her at her house. And I was a little nervous about that, so I asked our minister emeritus, uh, Dr. Roy Graves, who was there at the time, I said, what do I need to know? And he said, you have everything you need. And of course, I was good with that, and I said, I have everything I need, and I did. I had everything I needed and more. The second one is, you can have life any way you want it. Did you know that? Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Don't talk yourself out of it either. You can have life any way you want it. The third one is, make the circle bigger. So a longtime practitioner, when I started, she called me aside and you, she said, you just got to keep making the circle bigger. You have to widen the net, keep, keep including more people. You know, get, get, get people out into the community. You know, uh, keep saying yes, stay open. And don't even just say, I'm open, but really live a life that is open. So when we live that large, inclusive life, you know, and continually widening the net, we grow in stature, and we fill these big shoes we came here to fill. And really, that's when it starts getting fun. That's when it really starts happening. Life really begins there. The fourth one is There is always time for you. There's always time for you. Taking care of yourself is the most important thing. So remember that. So the four points again are, you have everything that you need, you can have life any way that you want it, make the circle bigger, widen the net, even for yourselves personally, and there's always time for you. It really has been a great pleasure to be with you. Expect great things. And I'm in your corner, and I'm here to support in any way that I can. So I'm keeping you in my heart always, and God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you all very, very much. Now, um, I, uh, we have a little ceremony and then a blessing. And, um, you know, Reverend Tracy likes to start her uh, talks off with a couple jokes, and so I thought that she would really appreciate this one. It was kind of circulating around, and John pointed it out to me because he's he kind of, sifts through things, so that he gives me the most important things. I, I have a, a very good deal there. Um, <laughs> and this was a, a either created by Reverend Sarah Joost, and, and it goes like this. Going to the seminary is, a, I think, a lot like going to culinary school. You learn the basic foundations, some cool party tricks, and by the end, you can prepare a gourmet meal. Pastoring, however, is waking up every day to a new episode of Chopped, (laughs) where the ingredients are completely random, and you're expected to do something with them, do something with whatever you're handled, while everyone watches and provides a running commentary. <laughs> and occasionally, something explodes. <laughs> I don't know, that was just priceless to me because I can really appreciate that <laughs> after about 30 years of this. <laughs> so, so you have to remember, she's just one. <laughs> she is just one. And in our chrysalis groups, the, the leadership groups, you might be hearing more, one person can really only adequately and very closely and intimately take care of 10 people. So that's why we have leaders and everything else, to help her. And, and I know that all of you have been a big help and will continue to help her um, you know, as well. So Reverend Tracy, will you please come forward? So we have this very, very special talking stick and um, the idea of the talking stick came from, uh, there was, I I believe it was five Native American tribes in the Northeast were just having horrible fights and there was just, The people were suffering and they were starving. And one member of one of the tribes came up with this idea to present a talking stick. And they began talking because it's a symbol of peace. They began talking and they began listening to each other. And they eventually became the Iroquois nation. So they all came together because of the talking stick. And so then later on, other tribes adopted it as well. So we're giving you this as a very, uh, a very special gift today. Um, this particular one, there's a lot more story that you will get behind it, but this was a tree that was dead and it was struck by lightning. So it was divinely touched by God And um, so I know that you are going to do great things here, and together you're going to do just fabulous things. So we present that to you, and thank you. Would you like to say a couple words?
1: (laughs) Yes, thank you. Oh, this is so beautiful. You know, when I, um, a couple weekends ago, we went and there was a store, and I thought, I need a talking stick to take to my meetings. So I'm gonna walk around with this so that we all learn to listen to one another. But um, I am so deeply uh, grateful to you and uh, my hope is uh, one day, 40 years from now, that I can mentor someone in the way that you mentored me. And um, I'll be really old by then, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 90-something, but I, I hope through my life that I can mentor um, as adequately, as adequately is not even a word, right? I mean, it's a word, but it's not the word I'm looking for. Lovingly, as you um, just took me under a wing, you didn't know me, you just heard about me, and I, and you are truly a gift from the beloved. And I can see it in the eyes of everybody here and how they honor you. And um, God just could not have done this any better. Just, I can't even, I was sitting there listening to your beautiful song, and I, Started to cry, trying not to cry. I cannot believe this is even happening to me. I'm just a simple military brat kiddo that decided I wanted something more for my life and I could not even envisioned this. I feel personally like I won, you know, some mega lottery prize getting to do this, you know, like I feel like Oprah or something. <laughs> but because to me, this is a genuine dream or desire that has come to fruition through... Um, me saying yes, and that I truly believe that um, I am loved by God, and that was the perfect song, wasn't that the perfect song? Yeah, and um, I'm, I'm wordy. I know I can't, I can't, I can't give you back the microphone. Uh, I I love you, and I look forward to working more with you. You are always welcome here. You are now a collective member of our club, and I think uh, we've adopted you. And I would give up any Sunday for your presence here and to see your beautiful face and to be able to talk to you in person. So thank you so much. It's been a true honor, and my heart is wide open. And I am so grateful to everybody here for allowing me to be in service to you. And my promise to you is to do the best that I can every day. And some days I might do better than others, but I'm always here to listen, to learn, and to grow, and to be open at the top.
0: Thank you. Thank you. All right. See this beautiful. Oh my gosh, beautiful. Isn't that pretty? It is beautiful. All right. So we're going to do a blessing as our close up here, or my clothes. All right. Just accept this in a way that's meaningful to you. And I know that the infinite spirit of life that is... Present in its entirety, right here in this room, right here where I stand, right where you're sitting. I know that presence, that power, that intelligence is just awe inspiring, and it blesses this new minister. It blesses her and gives her everything that she needs to do the kind of work that she has been called to do. This is a calling. We don't always even know what that call is about. We just say yes and follow one step at a time. That infinite spirit blesses this community we know that everyone who needs to be healed, blessed and prospered finds their way to us here, easily and effortlessly. We're grateful and we bless all those who have come before us who have brought us to this place. All of the history of this center, the, the base that has, is allowing such tremendous growth to happen and we are we know that the future generations are blessed by our beingness there they are asking for us to do our part to prepare for them so they have everything they need in the way of being welcomed in as they join us So I know that good and perfect work has been done. Good and perfect work continues to be done. All is unfolding for the greater good of all. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, Source. Thank you, God. I release this now, knowing it is done, it is complete, and so it is, and let it be, let it be.